Welcome to Directions in Rashi, a podcast that will help you understand individual comments from Rashi throughout the Chumash, and that will also introduce you to some of the general principles which I feel uh, directed Rashi in his creation of his commentary, and that will help us to understand his commentary better all around. Welcome. In Parshas B'chukaisai, we read the Teichacha, the rebuke that HaKadosh Baruch, in which HaKadosh Baruch Hu warns Kla Yisrael that if they do not keep the Torah, there will be some very unpleasant consequences. And the Teichacha is structured in groups of seven. There are seven sins that are outlined near the beginning of the of the Teichacha, if you do this, 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 if you do these seven sins, so that a Kaddish Baruch Hu will respond with seven different punishments. In beginning, the, in the second set of seven, the Pasuk says, Perichav Bav, Pasuk Yudches, Ve'im Ad Eva, Uli, and if, while these seven punishments come upon you, you still don't listen to me, V'yasafti Yasra Eschem, Sheva Al Chatoisechem, I will I will continue, I will add on to, to punish you seven for your sins, an additional seven punishments. And here, let's take a look at this second set. The Shavarti Esga'un Uschem. Literally, I will break the pride of your strength. We'll talk about that, what exactly that is referring to. But I will break the pride of your strength. Benasati Eshmechem Kabarzel. And I will make your heavens like iron, in other words, the sky will not, uh, rain will not fall like this from this from the clouds, as if the sky were made from iron. And I will make your land as if it is copper, that uh, very little moisture will come up from the ground. Let's continue. And your strength will be, uh, will end for emptiness, it will be wasted. And your land will not give its produce. And the tree of the of the land will not give its fruit. Um, how that adds up to seven, you have to look in Arashi on this Pasuk Chaf. That is not our issue for now. But it is a list of seven punishments. Let's discuss this first phrase, the first of the punishments. The Shavarti Esgaon Uzchem. I will break the strength of your pride. Rashi says, This refers to the Besamiklish. In other words, Kodesh Baruch was saying, if you don't behave, I will break, I will destroy the Besamiklish. But he refers to the Besamiklish here with a special name, Gaon Uzchem, the pride of your strength. Now Rashi now supports his, his opinion, his position. Where do we find that the base of Mikdash is referred to by such a name, Go'on Uzchem? So Rashi says, V'chein hu and so it says in a Pasuk in Yecheskel, Hineni mechalel es Mikdashi, Go'on Uzchem. Behold, I will profane my, my Mikdash. Hashem is talking. There also we, a Kaddish Baruch who is giving Teichacha. He's rebuking. He's saying, if you don't behave, I will, I will destroy, I will profane, as Mikdoshi, my base of Mikdosh, Go'on Uzchem, which is 
the, the pride of your strength. So in that Pasuk, we see very clearly that the phrase Gaon Uzchem is referring to the Mikdash. The Rashbam, who was Rashi's grandson, incidentally, the Rashbam explains this phrase differently. Let's see the Rashbam. The Shabarti es Gaon Uzchem, as it is written in a Pasuk a little bit later in this Teichacha, the Shivri Lachem Matei Lechem, when I break for you your reliance on bread, meaning the bread that you relied upon, the sustenance that you relied upon, I will break it. So we see here that when you're talking about sustenance, when you're talking about having enough food to eat, so the Torah, uh, in, in the Torah language, in the language of the Torah, it is appropriate to say, the verb, it is appropriate to use the verb lishbor, to break. Just as it says later, v'shivri lachem, mate lechem, I will break the bread upon which you relied. So here too, uh, the Rashbam is saying, v'shavarti, what will I break? I will break the pride of your strength, meaning I will break that sustenance that you were so proud and so confident about having. And he continues, v'chidiksiv, and as, as, as is written in a Pesach in Yecheskel, a different chapter, a different, a different matter in Yecheskel. This Pesach in Yecheskel is talking about the city of Sodom before its destruction. Go'in sivas lechem hoyolah, a pride of being full of bread it had. In other words, the Pesach there is saying that before it was destroyed, part of the reason that they were led to such... Uh, to such sins that the city of Sodom has become uh, synonymous with, with sin, is that they had a, an excessive pride in their sustenance. Apparently they had, uh, they had a lot of food there. It was a very fertile land and they were overly proud and confident in that, in that uh, sustenance. So the Rashbam is saying, Vishavarti is going uzchem means, I will break your parnasa, I will break your sustenance. Now he continues, the Agoda, he says there is an Agoda or a Midrash, who base a Mikdash. So the Midrash says that no, Gaon Uzchem refers to the base of Mikdash. This is uh, Rashi's explanation. Rashi took it from the Midrash. Kidiksiv, as it is written in the Pasuk, the other Pasuk in Yecheskel that we already mentioned, Hineni Michaleles Mikdashi, Gaon Uzchem. Behold, I will profane my Mikdash the pride of your strength. Now the Rashbam continues, according to the simple meaning of the Psukim, Pirashti says it has to be the way I explained it. My grandfather was wrong. Because so it is clear, so it can be proven from the end of our Pasuk, the end of our Pasuk says that I will make your heavens like iron, the earth will be like, like copper, and uh, the land won't give its produce, and the, the trees won't give their fruit. So in other words, the Rashbam is saying that since the whole second half, it's really more than half, since the whole second part of the Pasuk is talking about famine and lack of produce and hunger, so it must be, it's logical to say that that's what the first part of the Pasuk is talking about also. It doesn't make sense it's difficult to say that the first part of the Pasuk is talking about the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash 
the way Rashi says it is. But then the Pasek changes key, changes the subject, and starts talking about destroying our Parnosa and, and, and taking away all our crops. So the Rashbam says, no, it must be. That's what the whole Pasek is about. And Vishavarti is Go'on Uschem means I will destroy the food and the sustenance that you are, that gives you strength and gives you pride. Now, uh, okay, many times the Rajbam disagreed with his grandfather. That's not so, not so noteworthy. But what is noteworthy is that he, he is, in effect, asking a very strong kashya on his grandfather. The Rajbam is asking on, on Rashi, his grandfather, how could you say the Shavarti is going uschem, is referring to the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash, when the rest of this set of seven punishments is referring to a completely different kind of punishment. It's referring to punishments where our food and our sustenance will be taken away. So this is the question that I would like to address. I think that we first have to understand why is it that the Beis Hamikdash is referred to as Goin Uschem? And together with that, why is it it's only referred that way in two places, this Pasuk and in Yecheskel. Why is it that in both places in which it is referred to as Go'in Uschem, it's talking about the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash? According to Rashi here, Veshevarti is Go'in Uschem means I will break, I will destroy the Beis HaMikdash. And it's uh, in Yecheskel, Hineni Michaleles Mikdashi, behold, I will profane, I will destroy my Mikdash, Go'on Uschem. Again, Go'on Uschem. So what is the meaning of this phrase, and why is it connected with the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash? Let's take a look at the Pasuk in Yechesko. Amor the Beis Yisrael, Hashem tells the Navi Yechesko, say to the house of Israel, say to the Jewish people, Ko amar Elohim, so says Hashem God, Behold, I, will pro- I am going to profane my Mikdash, the, the pride of your strength, etc., etc. Now, Radak, Rabbi David Kimchi, one of the major uh, Mephoshim Hanavi, says as follows Ki Goin Yisrael Hayo Beis The Beis Hamikdash was the Goin Yisrael, it was the pride of Israel, it was the thing that we had the most pride in. Uzam Visifartam, Visifartam Akol Am. And it was our strength and our glory above and beyond that of any other nation. Because the glory of God appeared in the Beis HaMikdash. It appeared in a, in a cloud and it appeared in a fire that came down from on high. It, when we talk about the Beis HaMikdash as being the Goin Uschem, that's exactly what it means, the Beis HaMikdash as being our glory. Now, when we say that the Beis HaMikdash was something that from which we derived pride and glory, there's a problem. It's wonderful. Who doesn't want to have pride and glory? Anybody who says he doesn't want to have pride and glory, he, he does want to have pride and glory. Maybe he doesn't want to show it off so much, but who wouldn't want to have a little pride and glory? Rashi says, Go'in uschem, uh, not Rashi, the Ma'ari Kroh, who was a contemporary of Rashi, he writes here, Mikdashi sha'atem misgo'in bo 
uvoitchim beuzo. Gaon uschem means the base of that you are very proud of. Uvoitchim beuzo, and you trust in its strength. Now, let's take a look at another, and he quotes here a Pasek, another Pasek, Ki'inyan Shenemar, as it is written in a Pasek in Yirmiya, Heichal Hashem Hema. They are the palace of Hashem. Let's take a look at this Pasek, and we'll learn a little bit more about this aspect of the Beis HaMikdash, that it is the place in which we had pride and in which we trusted. Yemiyahu says to the people, Al Tiftichu Lachem, El Divrei HaShekar Lemor, don't trust in the words, in the false words that some Nevi'im, some Nevi'e HaShekers, some false prophets are saying to you. And this is what they say to you. Heichal Hashem, Heichal Hashem, Heichal Hashem Hema. The palace of Hashem, the palace of Hashem, the palace of Hashem, they are. What does that mean? So what is, what is this statement that the false prophets are saying to Klai Yisrael? So here, again, uh, Marie Cross says, do not trust in this that you go up to the Beis HaMikdash three times a year. He's explaining why Heichel Hashem is repeated here three times. And now, and from now, and the Nevi'i HaShekar, the false prophets, would tell the people, you're so great. HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves you so much. You go up into his holy Beis HaMikdash three times a year. So therefore, you are permitted to do idolatry. Nothing's going to happen. HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves you so much. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to destroy the Beis HaMikdash? That's, that's absurd. Because you, you, you have a Beis HaMikdash, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave you the Beis HaMikdash, nothing's going to happen to you. And Radak says the same idea here. The uh, Nevi HaShekar would say to, to him, to Yirmiya, he understands, Hashem will not destroy his palace. He won't destroy the Beis HaMikdash because of the sins. And he won't, this city will not be destroyed because Heichel Hashem, Heichel Hashem, Heichel Hashem. Hashem has put his Heichel into, amongst Kala Yisrael. This is their glory. This is their strength. As we quoted before, the people trusted in its strength and they felt nothing can happen to us. Now, this is a very dangerous attitude. It's not correct. It's not appropriate. But this, this, uh, this fact that, that, that the Beis HaMikdash is it's a very dangerous um, a very dangerous fact. One has to use it correctly. Yes, to be proud of the Beis HaMikdash, to be glorified, to feel a strength that there is a Beis HaMikdash, yes. But to take it to the point where you feel that you can, you can do all kinds of sins and nothing will happen because you have a Beis HaMikdash, that's, of course, that's not right. But it's a danger that is created by the existence of Go'in Uschem, of this base of Mikdash that is referred to as Go'in Uschem. And we can understand with this why it is that the only two times that this phrase is used is in relationship, is in the context of the destruction of the base of Mikdash. Now going back to our Pasuk in the Teichacha, in the Chukhaisai, 
there is a comment here by the Orachayim. The Orachayim, the very famous commentator on the Chomish, Rabbi Chaim Ben Atar, a Sephardic commentator who lived in the 18th century. The, the, the Orachayim says the following words on, the, on, the, on, on this phrase, Go'in Uschem. He says, this refers to the Beis HaMikdash, which was called that. And he says, the, the Kavana is, the intent is, because the people uh, will not repent. So this will show that's because they will think that still Hashem desires them, still Hashem wants them and wants their welfare. From this that he still is dwelling amongst them, they will think that nothing's going to happen. And in this they take strength. And therefore the Pasuk says, I think what he what he means to say, he's really putting uh, many psukim here into context. The the Teichacha begins with a list of the seven sins that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to punish us for. And then it tells us that there are seven punishments. That's the first set of seven punishments. Now, here we begin the second set of punishments. It says, If up till now, if despite all of these seven punishments, you will still not listen to me. So I'll, I will add on. I will continue to punish you seven times for your sins. And what will I do? If you don't do tshuva after the first set, so the Orachayim explains, that must be because you have a go'in uschem. That's because I still didn't destroy your Beis HaMikdash. And you think that if you have a Beis HaMikdash, anything goes, because the existence of the Beis HaMikdash shows that everything's fine. As a Rebbe of mine, uh, you should rest in peace, used to say, everything's hunky-dory. And therefore, what I think the Orachayim is trying to tell us is, the Pasuk begins the seventh, the second set of seven punishments with the Shavati Ezgoin Uschem. The first thing I'm going to do after you don't listen to the first seven punishments is I'm going to destroy the Beis HaMikdash so that you don't think that nothing can happen to you. Then I'm going to bring six other punishments which all have to do with your Parnasa, all have to do with your sustenance, with, with drought, with famine comes out that we can now answer the Rashbam's kashya on his grandfather. The Rashbam asked, why would you say and how could you say that Vishavarti Yeskain Uschem refers to the Beis HaMikdash when all the rest of this set of seven punishments is referring to something very different? The answer is, if not for destroying the Beis HaMikdash, nobody would pay any attention to these other punishments. It was only by first Pardon me. It was only by first uh, destroying the Beis Hamikdash that the Kodesh Baruch Hu was attempting to to grab our attention. He was saying to us, "No, don't think that just because you have the Beis Hamikdash, you can do whatever you want." The first thing is, I'm going to take away the Beis Hamikdash, and then there will be six punishments that all relate to your Panasa. I think with this we can very, very well answer the Rashbam's question on his grandfather Rashi.
Thank you for listening to Directions in Rashi with Yochanan Joseph, author of the book Directions in Rashi, available from Feldheim Publications. Production aspects were carried out by Minagain Music. Visit them online by going to facebook.com slash Minagain Be More.